Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. We're live at Pershing's Insight 2016 conference at the Hyatt Regency in Orlando. As we keep the Federal Reserve in focus, we're going to ask why is it with unemployment at 4.7% that the chairman of the Federal Reserve, the chairwoman I should say, Janet Yellen, is not in a bigger hurry to raise the key rate. Pim, it might have something to do with the fact that the underemployment rate is nearly 10% in this country. We're going to hear about the brutal journey back to work for millions of Americans. Yes, we'll be joined by our Federal Reserve reporter, Craig Torres will be joining us from Washington. Right now, let's go to the newsroom and Charlie Pellet with the Bloomberg Business Flash. And we've got the bulls back at work, Pim, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ. They are all advancing. S&P 500 index up seven points now, a gain of three-tenths of one percent at 21.19. Dow Industrials up 59 to 17,997, a gain there of three-tenths of one percent. NASDAQ also advancing by three-tenths of one percent. S&P 500 index holding at the highest since July, bolstered by speculation, borrowing costs will remain lower for longer amid moderate growth. Hewlett Packard Enterprise CEO Meg Whitman just wrapping up an interview on Bloomberg Television. She talked about the outlook for acquisitions, among other topics. We are interested in M&A, but at the right price in complementary areas. So, for example, what has worked well for us is the acquisition of 3PAR, 3Com, and Aruba. Great complementary technologies that we can put through our distribution system. And by the way, they weren't overly expensive. We paid, we paid a very fair price for those companies, but it wasn't at 60, 70, 80 times multiples. She spoke to us from HPE's annual Discover Conference in Las Vegas. Hewlett-Packard Enterprise shares up now by 1.6%. Crude oil holding above $51 a barrel, up 81 cents now, advancing 1.6% to 51.18. Gold up 16. 40 the ounce up 1.3 percent now to 12.63. Lululemon out with earnings this morning. Uh, this morning, the shares advancing now by 4.9 percent. Lululemon at 71.46. It is up by three dollars 31 cents. 2.32 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Sherry Ann. Hillary Clinton has claimed victory in the race for the Democratic presidential nomination, becoming the first woman to run as a candidate of a major U.S. party. She won four of the six states holding primaries or caucuses yesterday, including California. Bernie Sanders says he won't give up, although the Associated Press reports he's laying off about half of his staff today. Donald Trump won the Republican presidential primary in California, but many GOP leaders are struggling to rally behind him. Maine Republican Senator Susan Collins says she would like to endorse Trump, but he needs to stop insulting people. He is the one who needs to start acting more presidential and articulate clearly what a Trump presidency would look like. In a speech yesterday, Trump took a more unifying path, vowing never to let GOP voters down. Authorities say at least five people are dead following a hit-and-run involving cyclists in Michigan. Kalamazoo County Prosecuting Attorney Jeffrey Getting says the bike riders probably didn't know what happened. They were all northbound. They were all on the right shoulder of the road. 
The head of the city's correction officers' union is facing federal corruption charges, along with a hedge fund founder. The FBI says Norman Seabrook and Murray Huberfeld, the hedge fund founder, have been arrested. Huberfeld is accused of paying kickbacks to Seabrook. In return, Seabrook agreed to transfer millions to a hedge fund operated by Huberfeld and others. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Sherry Ann. Charlie? And we thank you. And we are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit Sector SPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Stocks are advancing. S&P up 7 now, a gain of 3 tenths of 1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock, the Fed in Focus on Bloomberg Radio. We are broadcasting live from Pershing's Inside 2016 conference at the Hyatt Regency in Orlando, Florida. The topic is the labor market. Unemployment, 4.7%. That is down from the 9.5% level when the economy started expanding in June of 2009. Indeed, employers have been adding an average of about 150,000 jobs a month so far this year. But there are still troubling issues in the job market. And here to tell us more is Craig Torres, Federal Reserve reporter for Bloomberg News, joining us from Washington. Craig, thanks for being with us. Uh, the good news, yes, unemployment, 4.7%. And as I noted, 150,000 jobs on average being created each month. But in your most recent article, you write that it has been a brutal journey back to work for millions of Americans. Tell us more. I think that is driving the sentiment we're seeing play out in the election, which you could use any number of words from anger, bitterness, uh, kind of a shattered American dream kind of feeling. Um, it did take people who lost their jobs uh, a long time to get back to work, and often they ended up in jobs that were lower paying, less benefits, and less security. So we went back and talked to some of the people we interviewed when they were unemployed and asked them, what was it like back to employment? And the stories weren't pretty. So, Craig, uh, tell us some of the stories. Uh, and it seems a lot of us know, unfortunately, um, friends of friends, even, you know, some family members that are really on tough times, really having a hard time finding a job. Give us an example and tell us, is it is it really different from other times coming out of business cycles? Um, so one person we interviewed in our story today was Sally Richards. She, I think she's a great example. So she's a, uh, a lawyer, uh, ran her own practice in Ohio, um, had more than 100 clients. And so she moves to D.C. kind of, you know, for family reasons, personal reasons, figuring she would land a job pretty quickly. Um, ended up looking for two years, uh, you know, just hearing nothing back from employers, um, building up a debt pile. And I'll tell you, Kathleen, when you talk to these people, what's hard to reflect in print is when you're sitting in front of them as a reporter, um, what's hard to reflect in print is the sort of anguish you see. 
like yeah, someone it's like someone who just went through a fight or a cancer battle or something like that it costs these people a lot personally not only financially but as i say in the story like from a self-esteem standpoint it was very expensive Craig, if you can, describe what is the thread that runs through all of these stories for you. I think, Tim, the thread is this isn't the America that I grew up in. Um, This isn't the America that I'm used to. This isn't the America that... um, is you know that had the promises that if you work hard that you would get ahead it's it's defeating and it, it's confusing and and there often aren't answers why nobody's going to is calling you back for example and so I find, I find that very troubling as, as do many people in the electorate obviously yeah and obviously people like this easily can slip into losing their homes losing their apartments and and the Homelessness is uh, a growing problem, even for people like this who kind of fall through the cracks. Um, in some sense, then, is Janet Yellen's what we would call dovishness. She's a labor market economist. Her her sense of, oh, yes, the economy is doing better, but then she says right after that, of course, there's still a lot of slack. Is is is, is that – is she, you know, really in, uh, connecting into this ethos as well, do you think, Craig? I think one of the odd things, a little bit odd, is – this gamble she's making um, that if she just runs the economy hot enough, good things will happen. It's a, it's a, it's hard to appreciate what a big gamble that is because the reason people apply for jobs and don't hear back are kind of structural. I'll give you an example. There's this software that almost every employer uses called Taleo. So if you apply for a job today, chances are probably 8 out of 10 that you're going to be on some Taleo interface. Taleo is this impersonal scoring of your resume, of your personal data. Even though it doesn't ask your age, it figures out your age. (laughs) And the hiring manager just sees basically a bunch of statistics, never sees the person and this allows them to flip through dozens and hundreds of applicants in a highly impersonal way. Can the Fed really change something like that? Maybe, maybe, maybe if you push the economy down to like 2% unemployment, people will be scrambling to have, you know, for talent. But I don't think so. I mean... Craig Torres, thank you so very much. An eye-opening story. I highly recommend that everybody take a look at it. In fact, I'll tweet it out, Pam. And I'll tweet out at Craig Torres, and everybody can read it this afternoon. Well, I'm Kathleen Hayes, along with Pim Fox. And we are broadcasting live at Pershing's Insight 2016 Conference in Orlando. The Fed in Focus is brought to you by Willoughby's since 1898. New York City's boutique camera store for precision-crafted Hasselblad and Leica cameras, plus a full selection of GoPro Action Adventure cameras. Willoughby's, corner of 5th Avenue and 31st Street.